Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's Word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. Hey sister, so today I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm actually recording in the evening and it's about 9.30 p.m. and I am about getting ready to go to sleep very soon because my bedtime is 10 p.m. for the most part. (laughs) Uh, I never record in the evening. It is extremely, extremely rare. And the reason for that is because my energy at that point is low. My brain is pretty much dead. Well, not literally, but yeah, it's, I'm not really thinking that straight. But you know, I came out here as I've been doing in the past few, I guess, nights, and the weather has been really nice here in South Florida. And, uh, you know, pleasant, not too hot, not too cold. It's a little more fresh. uh, But it's not it's it's very pleasant. And it's a little bit windy, but not so much. And the, the skies have been clear. And so what I've been doing is coming out just for a few minutes at a time and just breathing in the air in the evening before going to sleep and just kind of listening to the noises of the evening, which are pretty much for the most part, I guess they're like crickets, really. And I'm not sure if you're able to hear the crickets in the background, maybe very lightly, because I haven't really tested this recording yet. But uh, if you do hear them, it's because I am doing this in the evening. I don't have a headset, so please forgive that the, uh, the noise is not as, as good. Um, the sound might not be as good. And it's possible you will hear some cars passing by and potentially some airplanes. And that's okay, because I'm just here kind of just being, giving you a little experience of what I experience. So this is the realness. This is the reality of living in a city but maybe in a more quiet part of the city, but nevertheless, I'm in a city. So today I came in to share with you something that really convicted my heart and challenged me profoundly, okay? So I was having a conversation with my husband the other day, true story. This was uh, maybe, I don't know, four days ago or so. And he really challenged my faith. My husband challenged my faith. Have you ever had someone challenge your faith? Like, not question you not but like challenge your faith like hmm where's your faith like where's your faith in this area (laughs) because you know it's easy to have faith in certain areas sometimes it's like yeah I have faith in a lot of things you know I feel pretty good about this I feel pretty good about that but there's always like at least one or maybe more areas where you're just like "Mm, my faith is not all that strong here and I think we all have that at least one area or more I think I have more than one for sure. But the one area he pointed out, I was like, oh, 
yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, you know, you got to have people like that in your life to just really point out with lots of love, of course, because you did it with love. You got to have people like that in your life to to really, you know, point those things out. For me, it's my husband and then my friendships and mentorships in the church. And of course, other people outside the church that are that are wise as, as well doesn't have to necessarily be a Christian. Usually there there are people out there who are not Christians and can give you words of wisdom. But for the most part, my best words of wisdom come from those using the word of God, the Bible. So I read in one of my more recent Bible studies in Mark chapter 5, it reminded me, our conversation reminded me actually what I was reading in that week when he, when he pointed this out. And I'm not going to read the whole story, but it is two stories in one. And it's the, the story where there was uh, the bleeding woman, which maybe it's a very popular story, a woman who, would bleed, who bled her whole life and she spent so much money on on doctors who couldn't who couldn't heal her and in fact it says they made the doctors made it worse uh so she was desperate so she heard about jesus went to jesus and and in you know went her found her way through the crowds pushed her way through the crowds and touched his cloak and she was healed and jesus looked back and tried to find he said who who touched me and so she admitted it it was me like kind of like embarrassed you know but actually instead her his reaction was this he said in verse in verse 34 of mark 5 it says he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace your suffering is over that's what he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace your suffering is over so, you know, the fact that Jesus did not get disappointed that he kind of like stole some of the power. <laughs> I mean, that's how I see it. Like he, she kind of like just grabbed the power without permission. Right. But it was her faith that made that power go to her and heal her. If she didn't have faith, I mean, there was tons of probably teachers. There were people touching Jesus. I mean, he, he there were crowds around him. Were, were they all healed? Was no think about that but it was her faith and i and i you know i thought about that part and i was like wow man do i have this woman's faith in this area of my life i'm like no i don't and then i thought and i went you know go further down and you know jesus was actually walking on his way when that happened he was on his way to the house of jairus who was a leader a leader of a synagogue and his daughter was very sick so Jairus wanted Jesus to go heal her but then in the midst of it all some people came to the dad or you know Jairus and Jesus was there and he said your daughter is dead there's no troubling no no use troubling the teacher now but it says in verse 36 but Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus don't be afraid just have faith let me repeat that don't be afraid just have faith Wow. And then he went and he kept going and then he went and he actually raised her from the dead, which was amazing, right? Jesus raises this child from the dead. But the words that Jesus uses here, he fuses the word faith twice. The first one was, daughter, your faith has made you well. The second one, don't be afraid, just have faith. So the faith of the woman, it was already there. But Jairus, even though he had faith that Jesus would heal her, because obviously he would have, probably wouldn't have come to her to him if he didn't think that he would heal his his daughter. But 
Jesus saw his fear after it looks like it appears that Jesus saw his fear because he says, don't be afraid. Because now, you know, his his daughter was dead. Because do you imagine? I mean, I can't even imagine what he felt at the moment he heard that. There's no. And then on top of that, he hears these words. Oh, don't trouble the teacher. Like what kind of have you ever had a friend or somebody seriously like could you imagine would you tell someone that oh so and so your your child or your mom or your dad and then oh just don't trouble jesus like that's what you say that that's what you those are the words that come out of your mouth i'm sorry (laughs) i was a little bit like hmm that's a little insensitive (laughs) but i think the point that they're trying to make what what they were trying to to make here is that look there's no hope And the thing is, there was hope. But his friends didn't think there was hope. But Jesus knew there was hope. And he said, I am your hope, basically. Don't be afraid. So I love this because I was so convicted. You know, when I look back on these scriptures, I'm like, wow, my faith in this area of my life, I'm challenged. I'm like, am I afraid? Am I not desperate enough like the woman is? Or am I afraid? You know, am I afraid of something? I had to like really reflect on that. So I come here to you and just I want to ask you to reflect on an area in your life where maybe your faith is not that great. You know, maybe at this time it's very little or or none. And I want to challenge you to look at these two scriptures. Go back and reread these two scriptures on your own, maybe for your quiet times, for your Bible study. And really meditate and, and, and maybe write a prayer or say a prayer to God. And really try to look into where what area of your life you need to increase your faith. I started praying about this. I actually prayed. I spoke to one of my good friends that I speak to every couple of weeks that we stay in touch. She lives in another state. And I was telling her all about this. And, um, and she was like, she was basically encouraging me because she was like, girl, <laughs> kind of like, there's no need for you to like be even afraid. Like you know, you got this, like, it's all good. It's going to be great. You're going to do this. You're going to do great with this, this, that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I wanted to cry, you know, and it was so encouraging, you know, because God gave me that encouragement through someone else. And, you know, I believe God also can give you encouragement through other people too. You know, don't, don't let that stop you. Be open with others. Be open with someone, someone trustworthy, someone you, you know, um, that, that, you know, maybe you're afraid of something. Maybe you're not sure you're afraid, but you're, you're just not feeling super confident in an area. I want to challenge you with that today. So go back and read Mark chapter 5. And my focus today was again in verse 34 and then in verse 36. Verse 34 and 36, those were the words of Jesus to both the bleeding woman and to Jairus, all about faith. Okay, that's what I wanted to leave you with in today's reflection, today's bonus episode, because I really wanted to really challenge you, but encourage you with your faith, because I know we all go through this kind of challenge. And I want to also encourage you to join our community because there we encourage one another, you know, in our Facebook community, if you haven't heard or if you haven't joined yet, I want to invite you to join. It's really an amazing group of of women of faith growing together, praying together and really encouraging each other and interacting each other. And I'm so grateful for everyone there. So go ahead and join the link. It's bit.ly slash let's be intentional. That's bit.ly slash 
let's be intentional just go there and you can join in the group i welcome you to join us and and um you know get let's get to know each other better there all right my sister all right know that i love you i'm praying for you my sister i'll be praying for you this week and if you have any specific prayer requests please put them in the prayer chat in the group and i will see you in the next one Hey sister, if this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, then the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other. And sister, if you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God, through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs. Look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there, or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you. Know that I'm praying for you. And I will see you in the next one.